A movie that hammers home the idea that regardless of where you live, suburbia, large city, you should probably just keep to yourself. Mind your own business and don't bother your neighbor, be they vampire or just someone who works a regular nine to five. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Fright Night. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast where every other week we watch a different movie from the 80s and then we talk about it. That's right. My name is Doug McCambridge. I'm one of you two hosts. And with me, as always, Jamie Lorello. Just my... hanging out, just eating fruit. You might be a vampire if you eat too many apple. apples. Just eating my apples, sharpening my, my many, several teeth. Like really, vampires only need, are, are they your canine teeth right here? These sharp guys, right? To yeah, really get so. what they need to. But that vampire that, that she becomes at the end has all the teeth. Like, <laughs> so many teeth. She's like an extreme vampire. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he becomes extreme vampire when he gets a nail through his hand at one point. Oh. But no, it wasn't even a nail. He, it was a pencil. Oh, it was a pencil. He, <laughs> he flipped his lid well, when he got a pencil through his hand. I expected him to chuckle. And just shrug that thing off. Right, and pull he it is, out. and like He's yeah. spinning in circles. Yelling. Yeah. It was a very weird reaction. Lead poisoning is very dangerous to a vampire, little did you know. So I, so it's any wood through any part uh -huh, of their body could uh -huh. potentially be mm -hmm. deadly. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. But you're right in that he seems to have different phases of vampirism. Yes. Because... He can just be like a cool, sexy vampire when he has the lady up there and yeah. he's about to bite her neck. But then he turns into full monster at times. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what causes the monster. I do like the groans when they hold the cross up to him. Oh, man. Oh, Fright Night. What? Fright Night. There, yes, we're, I just we're said the name of the movie, which they say uh, a lot. They use the titular line, <laughs> I think, like three times, and maybe more because the name of the show that Vince, the name of Roddy McDowell's yes, show, yes, is Fright Night. Yeah, yes, they say. I I want to say that every character gets to say Fright Night, <laughs> and I almost want to feel like after the second one did, they were just went up to Tom Holland and were like, "Can can we write in?" That I say Fright Night? Because even at the end, the vampire's like, welcome to Fright Night. I'm like, I know you're just making fun of Roddy McDowell, but I also feel like you wanted to say it. <laughs> and I'm like, don't welcome me to Fright Night. It's almost over. I know what I'm watching yeah, at this point. I'm on. I'm on board. It's okay. Oh, so it's Fright Night from 1985, directed by Tom Holland, mm. starring William Ragsdale. Chris Sarandon, Roddy mm -hmm. McDowell, and let's say Amanda Bierce. Let's give her the credit that she deserves for bringing this movie to. Yeah, yeah. But that weird hair. Uh, yeah, did you know that when you're a vampire, your hair gets really long and then yes. you turn back to normal and short again? Yeah. 
And did you, so, and then I guess you, being a vampire also accelerates your, um, your, like your puberty, like how old are they in this, would you say? Well, I mean, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. We do see that they're in high school, but I'm going to say they're seniors. So let's, let's just say 17, 18 years old. Okay. Cause I have to say in the beginning, uh, in the first scene that they're mm-hmm. together making out on the floor, and she's like kind of in a pair of overalls, and she has, and I'm not dodging. Listen, I love short and curly hair; it's a great look, sure. but it's it, it. She wears it like she wears a little. It's short curly hair, and mm-hmm. she puts a random ponytail in it in the back at one point. She's got clips off to the side, and I know it's the '80s, but it's just maybe. Maybe not as a flattering of a look. But anyway, in the first scene that they're making out in, <laughs> yes. she looks like a lit, like a 13-year-old. Do you not agree? I was like, how young is this kid? I don't, I, I don't know that I agree, but I don't know how much of... I can't see her without just seeing her as the neighbor from Mary with Children. Yeah. Like, it's really tough. It's, it's like, I was like, oh, this is a grown woman who owns a house and is on her second marriage. Like, right. it's so weird for me to... Think of her as a teenager. He doesn't look like a teenager. And they don't help matters. I know I've talked about this on the podcast. Mm-mm. Teenagers in the 80s did not walk around in sport coats, right? <laughs> like, that's, like <laughs> near the end is when they go to visit with the vampire for the vampire test. I was like, he looks like he just came from a job interview. Like he's yeah. a working professional. Yeah. But that was not fashion, was it? In the eighties, I'm seeing it enough in movies where it makes me think it is, but I can't imagine a seventeen-year-old being like, "I'm going to put on my khakis and sport coat and go to school today." Maybe a mature seventeen-year-old. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Maybe. <clears throat> I mean, uh, these people were clearly in their twenties playing teenagers. Yeah, yeah. And that was the thing. Like, why don't we just remove? Well, I guess then. I don't know. I mean, he, I mean, he. He, mm, does he need to live at home? I was going to say he needs to live at home for his mom, who 30 minutes in is like, Yoo-hoo, I'm working nights. P.S. I'm out of this yeah. movie. <laughs> okay. All right. But she's like, the one that invites the vampire in. I was like, oh, he's all set. He just, you know, his weirdo friend, Evil, yeah. gave him the best advice. You know what I mean? And you just don't have anybody. The owner of the home can't invite the vampire in. Oh, my God. It's a good thing I didn't best. invite that guy with the goggles in. What if he was a vampire? That's, no, you can't invite people into your house. What do you do? No. I didn't. But if I'm this saying. movie didn't teach you anything else, I hope it taught you that. Yeah. I hope they Barrett's could be not just inviting people in. Like the guy with the goggles is like, oh, Barrett said it could just come in whenever <laughs> I want it. And so he just pushes past you and makes himself a hot pocket or something. We keep hot pockets on handy right. just for just, that. Just, just for, for that. Strangers. Yeah. Right. Uh, hot pocket? Pumpkin <laughs> beer? What, what do you want? Yeah, I this this movie is billed as a comedy horror. So, um, do you think that they added the comedy after editing, where they were like, mm, "People are not going to take this seriously. We better call it a comedy." They were like, "What is this evil head guy doing? We yeah. have to say this is a comedy, seriously, because his line delivery makes no sense otherwise." No. Do you think? Do you think that it's that they were like, "We can't control these guys." Um, performance, it, so we'll just call it comedy. It must be because I don't consider this a comedy. I didn't find it to be laugh Hilarious. out loud funny. No, 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 no. Because I think of something like 
you know, Evil Dead 2 when we did that. Like, that's a comedy. Yeah. That's goofy and it's jokey mm-hmm. and it has scary parts. But this movie's taking itself awful seriously for the most part. It really does. And, yeah. like, for all the... <laughs> You're laughing. You're smiling. (laughs) This is a comedy to you, I think. Well, no, because I'm thinking about the... Oh, what's the guy's name? Charlie? No. Am I saying... Charlie's the main kid. Yeah, Charlie. Yeah. His... He's got so many... Where he's backing up into a wall, and he's like... (gasps) So many exasperated, sweaty looks that... That's kind of comedy. But he's really frightened by the vampires, even though he learns enough about them on the show i don't know that was another weird learning anything and he's not just being cool i have to tell you and this is an invitation to any vampire out there i guess i would be totally cool if i saw that my neighbor was a vampire and the guy came up to me and was like hey how about you just shut your mouth i'd be like fine I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna drag the cops to well, a vampire. Well, at this point, he's, mar- he's murdering prostitutes, and I'm not saying that prostitutes shouldn't that they deserve to get murdered. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not saying, saying that. you shouldn't kill them. <laughs> but it's it, how much of a threat was the vampire to you know? But uh, you know, he was doing the right thing. He was trying to save the community, I guess, from this vampire. I guess. I guess. And really, no, I, I know you right. say you'd be cool with it. Would you be cool? Uh, okay, no, go ahead. Let's let's test how, how how low my moral compass can be. Busey's in your attic. Are you cool with that? I mean, is it Gary Busey or is it the character you play? Because if it's Gary Busey, I think I'm okay with it. Okay, okay. but that character, the actor not so Gary much. Busey, please come live in my attic. Yeah. I would be thrilled. I'll put just a sleeping bag up there. Here. You can even have pictures of me and my wife and my kids. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. cut my head out of him. Put your head on my body. Please do so, Mr. Busey. For our listeners, that was a different movie. That's not this movie. It's a different movie that we did. Mm-hmm. Right. Gary Busey was a hider yeah. in the house. In, in <coughs> case you uh, watched Fright Night and are thinking, where was Gary Busey? <laughs> he wasn't in it. Yeah. No, no. We're, we're tangential? We're tangential. Ch- t- well, that would be... <laughs> That would be if we are tan, but also very gentle. <laughs> We're tangential. All right. So anyway, <laughs> we we should probably start talking about this movie because I think we talked for 20 minutes before we even got to this point of hitting record for the regular audience. Yeah. Oh, regular audience. Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't want to call you guys regular like you're not important or anything. Um we do. Uh, we have a Patreon where mm-hmm. you would get all the stuff we cut out at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Perhaps stuff we cut out in the middle. So uncut episodes early. Right. We made some changes over at Patreon. Go over there. See what that's all about. Take a look. And let's say that the $15 price point was like, I want to make these two ding-dongs watch a movie. But $15, that's a lot. And these in times... December, yeah. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> you're, just... really, you're relating to our audience. You're like, you know what? In these times <laughs> where you're just wearing goggles, asking for money from the future. I don't even know if that makes sense for regular listeners. This is why you have to go to Patreon. But um, our price tiering has changed and the $15 is going down to $8 in December. Yeah, I was there. I will say this, and mm-hmm. this is not me trying to, you know, force people to get in early before the price change takes place. I have limited the number of those 
slots. Ooh, a limited number. I mean, we since we do our podcast every other week, we only do like 26 episodes, and I don't want everybody choosing all 26 Let's of our Let's take it easy. DP us. takes yeah. his chosen episodes. Very personal. I, listen, we have to do Sly's Giving. Yeah. We have to do this my whole favorite month holiday. of horror. I know. It's, <laughs> it's rapidly becoming my favorite holiday. <laughs> it really is. But anyway, go over patreon.com slash good times, great movies and check it out. But now let's get into Fright Night. Yeah. So this movie kind of starts. I am going to say it's kind of starts as a comedy because we hear uh, what we soon see is a movie on TV. Right. And right. the kissy noises of oh. these people. Just well, like, this. <laughs> I was like, what? What is this supposed to be real? And when you see the movie, I'm like, how are those noises on this movie? But that's what makes it kind of fun. Like you said, mm-hmm. this is the funny beginning. The yeah, yeah, yeah the inc- There's a lot of watching TV from in a TV shots in this movie. This is one of them. Um, is it them though? It's the kissing that's coming from the movie that's on the TV. But there's also making out and kissing right. happening. With uh, Charlie yeah. and what is her name? Amy. Amy, that's mm. right. Charlie and Amy. I Char- like how they're making out on the floor. I wondered if that was a thing. Like, because then later, or just shortly after, when he's trying to obviously get to, what is it, home mm-hmm. base? First, third, home I base? I think he's trying to get to any base whatsoever. Yeah, and she's just like, right. she's got that tiny ponytail and that short hair. It bothers me so much. Um <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can we back up for just one second? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Are you talking about making out on your floor? Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that like, is it a thing? Like, because she later goes into the bed when she's like, okay, I'm ready (laughs) to make love. Let's go in the bed. Like, is making out their floor thing? And like, they're nervous because being in the bed means they're going to, it's going to get more serious. Yeah. do you think Amy was scared? Like, if I'm in that bed, I'm totally going to have sex yeah, with him. Yeah, the so bed means sex. So we have to make sex. out on the floor? Yeah. Or do you think he's like, unless we are fucking, we're not getting in that bed. Maybe. So on the floor. Like Maybe. that's That's the incentive to be in a more comfortable spot in yeah. my room. You want to be cozy, comfy? Well, then you're, we're getting dirty and delightful. Yeah, it's. It's a really interesting <laughs> beginning because they're really making out pretty hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. And she is not into it. She's freaks out and is like, get off of me, you creep. And then is like, oh, okay. All right, sex sounds fine. I guess I could Yeah, she did. Well, then it's funny because then she does, she thinks it back over and she's like, okay, never mind. Because she is, she's forcefully, yeah. no, no. And you kind of feel bad. You're like, ah, you forget like how, like, teenage boys and teenage girls and I don't know yeah. that you forget. I mean, she, she is very nervous and, and very uncomfortable mm-hmm. with this. And it really is... It's it's really a like this dude's really trying to pressure her. Well, yeah, he kind of gets a little jerky. He's like, we've been dating for like a year, almost, and you've been saying maybe the whole time. And I Mm -hmm. listen. I didn't date in high school, so I don't know if this was a thing. If you dated for an extended period of time, you're expected to give up the goods. I don't. I don't don't know. know. The amount of floor making out I did in high school was yeah. That's why I'm like, is that something that maybe it is something that you do? I don't know. Maybe I should have done that. Maybe I should have thrown some pillows down (laughs) on my floor, and the women would have just you would have had more action. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I had a pretty thick mustache in high school, so I wasn't getting that kind of action. But 
I'm okay. fine with it. I mean, <laughs> we're older and wiser now. We can exactly. look back on these two and be like, that doesn't seem like it would be fun no. at all. I'm no. glad that wasn't happening. It seems like a lot of pressure, but this get and and this is where I don't relate to him whatsoever because when I were in high school, were in high school, <laughs> when I was in high school, if a girl is sitting on my bed taking her shirt off, I don't care how many coffins my neighbor is moving into their house. I am not that distracted. Well, he was distracted by the neighbor. First of all, what a nosy boy he is to be looking. He's constantly looking at. The next door neighbors oh. to see what's up over there. I can only imagine that's why the people who lived there moved away. Exactly, they're like this, like, this creepy people. ass kid. Yeah, just if you're a kid us. and you have binoculars like on hand on near the your ready. window, you're a creep. Yeah, yeah, you watch the neighbors way too much. Yeah, so she, like you said, she finally is like she does a couple deep breaths, puts herself up on the on the mattress top, and says, yep. "All right, like she's ready to jump off that high dive." Let's me. <laughs> Let's make the love, as they call it. I'm ready. Yep. And he ignores her. He grabs his knockies and he's yeah. checking out. It is a little mysterious, though, when you see your neighbors drag. And he's like, you got to see this. And she's like, I'm finally convinced myself <laughs> that right. we can do this. Right. And you and then I yeah. love it. I, I don't know if I'm going too too ahead of oh. myself, but when they go back downstairs and her mom, his mom is such a. Same cues as evil, I think, for line delivery. She's like, hi, what are you guys having a lover's quarrel? His mom is practically like, so how do the fucking go upstairs? <laughs> it was pretty great, right? Like, she is such a bizarre character. I don't know what she and her son's relationship is. I don't know what the deal is with his dad, but it really seems like a... Hey, my son can do whatever he wants. Yeah. You know, well, he he's had his girlfriend, girlfriend upstairs. In, yeah. Go upstairs, close the door. Maybe I hear some squeaking in the bed. I'm not going to question anything. P.S. Why can't I find a man? At one point, she's like, I hope the neighbor's not gay. And I'm like, has this woman like been through every dude in the Again, neighborhood? Again, maybe that's why the other neighbors moved. They're like, the <laughs> weirdo kid spies on us, and the other lady's been hitting on us. <laughs> But yeah, she's a weirdo she, kid and his cougar mom hanging around all the time. She's she's uh yeah, she's weirdly kind of into the fact that maybe they are lovers. But then she says, uh, you know, I'm glad you came over and helped him study. But again, he's obsessed. He's looking out yes. the window some more like, Mom, do you know what's happening next door? And she's like, I'm leaving. Can you say goodbye to me? And yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, they run down the steps screaming about like, well, you wanted to get laid mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the mom's just sitting right there being like, hey, kids, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And like you said, when she says to Amy, when she goes, thanks for coming to help him study, she almost winks at yeah, her. Like yeah, that yeah. is how much this mother is involved in what's going on and is totally cool with what's it's going awkward. on. It's mm, awkward. I'm not appreciative of it. Mm -mm. Yeah. So now let's go to school because I this this friend, it's it's as if some spaz wandered onto set and they're like, all right, this kid will do. <laughs> I, his first line is, I think Charlie says something about a pop quiz. Oh, I can't believe there was a pop quiz today. Mm -hmm. I didn't. He didn't even say he was going to give us one. And his friend's line is like, hey, man, that's the point of a pop quiz. <laughs> that was actually really good. That's wow. really, that's how it's, it's like a, 
every line. Like a weird, because not really Bobcat Goldway, but kind of like that off, this prosody is weird, and he's got this goofy smile, and that weird hackly laugh. Oh, I, he also, listen, I... And he's I'm a little touchy. Podcast. Doesn't he tickle yes. and touch a little too much? He's very touchy. He's kind of... I don't want to make fun of anybody's looks, but he's kind of scary looking <laughs> even before he becomes a vampire. My favorite moment of his is near the end mm-hmm. when um, Roddy McDowell goes over to see if the mom is okay and he's in bed and he stands up and he's like, she's working nights now, <laughs> but guess what? She left a note and he has to read the note that oh, the yeah. mom left about food in the fridge. Yeah. And it was like, this is either the worst character or my favorite character. Right? I don't You're know. not sure. Again, I felt better about him when he became the vampire. I'm like, oh, okay, this is working. Now his... All the choices yes, make sense. Exactly, yes, exactly, exactly. But when he's just the friend, I'm like, what? Uh, what is wrong with this kid? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of wanted... When Roddy McDowell uh, has to watch him turn into... <laughs> Oh my god! I was like, "Am I supposed to be sad? Am I supposed to be crying?" Because he's so upset. Is he's so like, oh. crying. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I kind of wanted a scene where, first of all, Jerry the vampire. <laughs> it's so great, Jerry. I like when the guy's like, "Hey, Jer, uh, people are here," and I'm like, "Jer, he can't be that vampire." He's Jerry and name the your vampire. Character Jerry. But I kind of wanted Jerry at one point to be like, oh, my God, I turned this kid into a vampire. That was a huge mistake. No, this is what this kid has been waiting for his whole life. This makes sense. And now I, it <clears throat> makes sense for him. But Jerry should turn around and be like, Woof, that was a mistake. I don't wow. need this weirdo hanging around me. Jer. Jer. Or hey, Jer. Hey, Jer Bear. Uh, some kids are here to see you. <laughs> All right. So. After school, after he kind of talks to uh, his weird friend, and we see that he and Amy, I guess that was a legitimate fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes home to see uh, what we assume, find out, is a prostitute? Or are we just meant to understand that that's a prostitute? Well, she's so sexy in the middle of the day. <laughs> Door-to-door prostitute delivery. She shows up and she's like, hey, is it? And, and I'm so surprised he didn't say something like, mm, I wish that was the address or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, but yeah. No, he's just He's honest. very nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, no, that's next door. You see the, the coffin over there? <laughs> yeah. Just head into that place. That's cool. And then, you know, that night. I love um, it. He's still curious. He asks his mom. He's like, do you have you do you know who the neighbors are? And she makes some comment like, oh, I hope they're not gay again. Yep. And she, he's like, oh, they're definitely not gay. And then, mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. yep. But, but that night is when he hears a scream next door, mm-hmm. and I guess he recognizes that that's the scream of the woman who asked him uh, what his address is, or something yeah. like that. And then, some sometimes time in this movie, I'm not sure how much time passes yeah. because then he's at like a diner they'd be in in Greece to oh, meet yeah. his girlfriend there. Yeah. And this is when he sees the news report about the woman he saw being murdered. And yeah. they find her dead body, like, under a bridge or something. Yeah, under a bridge in town. Now, let's remember now, they're meeting at this diner. 
again to have some kind of conversation. He starts off again, kind of apologizing yep. about the the sexy night and how it didn't work out, and he was distracted. But then once again, he gets distracted. <laughs> this with, kid's got a problem with being distracted yeah. by television a yeah. whole lot too much, and vampires. Too much TV, too many vampires. So when he gets distracted the second time because he gets this news report, um, she's this is this you know. You can. She's not happy. I think no. this is why the scene takes place in a diner is so that she can mush this food in his face. Looks um, disgusting. Yeah. By the way. I don't know what they're eating. It's gross. No, she takes it out of some other dude's hands. Like yeah. She t- right. <laughs> Very rude. And she smushes it in his face. Doesn't Crazy Kid come into this too? Yeah. Before he gets food smashed in his face, Crazy Kid's there, so excited because they have found decapitated bodies. Oh. This kid is creaming his jeans confirming decapitations on the news. He again is just like, ah, their heads are gone. Yeah, that weird delivery. So weird. You're in a diner yelling about somebody's head being cut off, kid. Relax. Also, you're wearing suspenders for some reason. I don't trust you. I don't. Mm -mm. And like you said at one point, I thought for some reason that these two were friends, but I guess it, I only thought that because they have a couple scenes with them talking. But when he meets him and asks him, like, what are the vampire rules? It really does seem like he just went to the weird kid at school who might know something about vampires. Yeah. 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 That's but the how, whole that's rest how... of the time. They're just like, no, no, no. You want to walk back to your house or blah, blah, blah. Like, it seems like they're friends, but not really. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know if they're friends for, like, informative reasons. Like, they're friends so that, <laughs> you know, or, like, he's just that. Because even, um, doesn't the vampires, or who says it to him? I thought when he becomes a vampire, they're like, you'll never get made fun of again. And, like, he kind of is the weird well, kid. I mean, <clears throat> his no, name's he evil. Is. He's kind of the oddball that's, in school. Yeah, that's Jerry that says that, though. Okay. Before Jerry turns him into a vampire. But yeah, but that's that's part of it is. So maybe he is that kind of weird yeah. guy. I mean, come on. Jerry met this kid for five minutes and he can pick up on this. He's <laughs> like, oh, that kid's a weirdo. <clears throat> yeah, because he even says stuff like, nobody ever pick on you again. Yeah. Nobody ever beat you up again. Uh-uh. And I wanted, I wanted Evil to be like, how did you know that? Was <laughs> and Jerry to be like, come on. It's kind of obvious, kid. Kind of obvious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You were in my house for five minutes. I know everything about you. So he's really into the fact that these people were taking coffins. And Mm -hmm. so he tries to break into the basement, just open the doors and go down. In the daytime. Again, he's in the middle of the day. He's kind of staring at the house like, oh, how can I get in? And he tries to go in through the cellar doors, the cellar doors that have access to the basement. But um, the crazy assistant guy is right there watching. Who is this guy, by the way? Who is this guy? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. just the vampire's assistant. Do you mean in real life or like what's his name in the movie? Both. I don't know. Either one. Okay. I don't know. I know know Chris Sarandon from this movie. I was really late to this movie. I saw this movie for the first time maybe like 10 years ago. I saw it for the Um, first time yesterday. Great. Okay. (laughs) Um... So Chris Sarandon, the vampire, I just know him from this. He does do the voice of Jack Skellington in those. In He's the, Prince um, Humperdinck. 
In, oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, yes. Okay, sorry. That's, that's where I know him from, too. That's where I, I knew like, him from. Okay, no, no, that's great. No, I, for some reason, when you said that, I'm like, is that a character in Shrek? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> yes, no, that's that's who he is, and that's I guess that's probably where I saw him first. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the main kid, William Ragsdale, this shows... That I was a little bit too young when this movie came out. Mm. I know him as Herman from Herman's Head. Oh. That's it. Like, he is, he's a working actor. He still is in all sorts of TV. Right. Um, but that's how I knew him. No. Well. So, that's all. And did you know Roddy? Um, yeah. I, it's tough. Yeah. I, I just, I know Roddy McDowell more as a punchline than an actor. You know, I know he was in Planet of the Apes mm. and stuff like that, and I know mm -hmm. he was in a lot of old movies, and I always kind of get excited about him, but I only know, I really know him. There was a Simpsons episode where I think they had, like, a talking... Um, uh, oh, who's the, who's the old actor? Um, George Burns. Vincent Price. Oh, gotcha. They had like a Vincent Price doll or something like that. Uh -huh. He pulled the string, and the only thing he said is, "There's a party at Roddy McDowell's tonight." <laughs> like, and, and I don't know why that sticks with me so much, but that's kind of how I know that's Roddy how you McDowell relate to is Roddy. this like closeted gay man who really never tries to hide the fact that he's gay, but at the time you could not come out. Like that's how I know him. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I I do have to say. I, I think he's the best part of this movie. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, he does a great job. In this movie. Yeah. He, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he's able to act with that weird kid more than anyone else. Yeah, he does a great job with him. I agree. I agree. Yeah, he's every time he was in a scene or in, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to get good. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie. I don't want to give too much away about my thoughts, but don't. it dragged on a bit for me, this movie. Oh, real? Okay. Yeah. All right. I was like, all we right, can, let's, can, let's get to the vampire action. Let's quit with this kid being so scared of it and stalking. It really is a lot of just a kid being scared. Yeah. It's almost like I felt when I watched The Sixth Sense for the first time. <laughs> and I was like, I just watched a kid be scared for like two hours. <laughs> That's a minority opinion, but I don't really like that movie. Uh -huh. uh, okay, so... I thought it was funny because he does try and get into, like you said, the basement. And these doors aren't even locked. Mm -mm. I'm like, isn't that Vampire 101? Like, you lock the doors to your vampire I know, especially dungeon? if that's where you're snoozing. And yeah, yeah, but you're in, maybe if you buy a house in a, in a residential neighborhood, maybe you figure it's safety, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. But like you said, the vampire, the main vampire, we haven't even met him mm -mm. yet. Mm -mm. Like, we know we've his only assistant. spied on him. Through the window. Carrying a coffin mm -hmm. in. Yeah. But his assistant is a quote unquote regular guy. We think. We'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's there to like, you know, I guess do stuff for him during the day because mm -hmm. he can't get out. So that night, this is when the peeping really starts because he sees a sexy lady. Oh, this is when the hot peeping. Yeah. The nude, the yes. boobies. Yeah. The nude, right the boobies. Right in front of the window. <laughs> Just right in front of the open window. Mm hmm. Like you said, nude boobies, and that's when uh, the shirtless vampire shows up and, like, totally has vampire teeth, and this kid can see it through his binoculars, you I, weird perv. Well, and then there's there's intense eye contact that happens. Yes. So he sees it through the binoculars, but then the vampire 
sees mm-hmm. it too. And then the vampire, hey, how are your fingers, by the way? That's how you know you're becoming oh, a vampire too, if uh, they're really they're long. Like, they're half as long as a vampire's fingers. Well, they grow. So he takes his creepy vampire hand and he shuts the blind. Yes. I do think it's very cute how he has to take his terrifying vampire hand and like pull on the little circle yeah. of the blind. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. He sees that this kid sees that he's a vampire and this is going to be a whole heap of trouble for mm-hmm. this guy. Mm-hmm. It's really awesome. And he knows that he's been seen. He has to go run and wake his mom up about this and well, everything. And like, she's no help at all. She's not interested. She's so she's got two. I like it when she tries to comfort him. I think it's this night that she offers yeah. him the hot cocoa. Of course. Yeah. But there's another night when he's freaking out about the vampires and she offers him a Valium. Yeah. So, oh, do you need a value? You having trouble sleeping? You need a value? I'm like, Mom, so she's got, you're too cool. It you're, just you're, depends. It just depends yeah, on her mood. Yeah, she, two things. She's totally fine with this underage sex that's probably yeah. happening upstairs. Mm-hmm. And she's like, listen, that drawer, full of Valium. Whenever, just take one. You're fine. But this is where he goes outside. He's really freaking out. And this is where he sees... The vampire and his helper, like, carrying garbage bags full of, I guess, prostitutes. It's a body. It's a bunch of bodies. And that's why when he's telling the cop later, which, by the way, I love how quickly he goes and says he's calling the cops and he returns with a straight up detective. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is not just a beat cop here. This is a detective. And I love how he's he's this close to looking in that basement. Yes. And then he starts blurting out and yelling about a vampire. I and know. The turn of this cop to be like, what? You're wasting my oh, time yeah. with this. It's awesome. <laughs> well, we're but a little yeah, ahead of ourselves. We, didn't, we don't have to call the cops just yet. Well, we're almost there, actually. Yeah, we're almost there mm-hmm. because this is where it's the first instance where we see our vampire eating apples. Why, why, is, why is fresh fruit playing such a huge part in this movie? Because and in this vampire's diet. Keeps the teeth sharp. Let's your teeth get some biting action in before you're biting in the neck. You think it's easy to bite into a person's neck area like those vampires do? I no. And do you think it's easy to bite into the apple like that? And not just eats the apple. He eats the core. Because did you see when he yeah, throws he the really one apple at him? He takes a chunk <laughs> out of this apple. <laughs> it's one bite and three quarters of the yeah. apple is gone. And the core is gone. Like, he's like, I'm, yeah. I'm a vampire. You want to make this more of a horror comedy? You have him explain that he has to eat apples to keep yes, his teeth Yes, exactly. <laughs> An apple a day keeps the vampire Sharp. Doctor away? Uh, no, it keeps the, van- <laughs> the no. vampire dentist. Yeah. He can't go to a dentist because the dentist would be like, "What is happening with these teeth?" So yeah, he needs to, he needs to eat as many apples. Later, he's wearing, he's eating a banana. Oh yeah. They do show that he's got a fresh bowl of fruit next to the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of detail, and and why does he have clocks everywhere? Is he also just like a vintage clock collector? That's just. Well, a little bit about his something is very important about the time. Obviously, it's very important. Well, and he does have a lot of. Well, he's a vampire, right? And if I learned anything from, um, oh, what was that movie with um, your vampire studies class? In yeah. <laughs> Don't they? They? They are. He's probably like five hundred years old. Oh yeah, who knows? None of that is ever. Discuss. No, we don't get into that kind of why he life. decides to set up in a sleepy suburban town makes no sense. You want to make why people disappear? Decides, Go to the city, dude. 
Yeah. Why he decides to just stalk this one boy and ruin this one teenage boy's life. Like, doesn't this vampire have other things to do? Although, so he's got this collection because he's Mm -hmm. moved into this old house, this vampire, and they're doing some work on renovating the house. And so he's got these portraits that are painted. And so let's just very quickly, we'll jump. This is where the cop comes where he gets the cop mm-hmm. it's the very next day he tries to convince his girlfriend then he gets the cop and this is where like you said he goes in and, and looks around this house sorry i didn't mean well to and he tells the, the cop no 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 that's good we needed that um he get he, he convinces the cop to come because and the cop says this upon entry like you know we've gotten a hot tip from charlie that that the murders that mm-hmm. took place recently of the women in in their town um can be linked back to this house and he's an eyewitness and so I'm here to investigate it. Um, so yeah, they get into the house mm-hmm. and um, it's got some character to it, I guess. This, the house is gorgeous. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like his house. I mean, these are two totally no. different homes. No, it's got that great, like stained that glass stained circle glass, thing yeah. at the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason he was able to find a vampire house in the middle of this neighborhood. Well, that's maybe why he found it, you know? Well, I don't know. I guess. But as you were saying earlier, he does have a painting of a woman mm-hmm. who looks a lot like Amy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after this debacle with the cops and he realizes that he's not getting anywhere, he decides to go to his twitchy weird friend and ask mm-hmm. him what the rules of vampires are. And this kid... Again, they're not friends. He has to pay him $8 to get this information. <laughs> it's not like he was doing anything important. And uh, No. It's really weird because he's like, why should I tell you anything? And he's like, uh, here's $8. And this kid's so excited about $8. Who knows what this kid's life's really like? Let's be real. But yeah, he gets excited about the $8 and he gives him... I guess he gives them some good information, you know, about the crosses and about the garlic. He just watches horror movies religiously. Oh, the kid that he gets no, the no, advice no, 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 no. from. No, the yeah. kid is making oh, out with his girlfriend. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. does the horror host. Yeah, and, and he like watches that. this vampire slayer show all the time, and he knows nothing. How does he yeah. not know any of this? I know. I, I was watching a movie with Carla. Now she normally doesn't, you know watch movies with me on purpose <laughs> but every now and then she'll be in the room and then get sucked into it and we were watching a vampire movie and at one point i was just like well he can't go in because he didn't invite him in and she's like what are you talking about and i'm like well that's the rules and and then i started talking about garlic and and carla was like well garlic powder work and i'm like well i did see a movie and she was so like upset that i knew all of this information <laughs> she's like you shouldn't know any of this vampires aren't real and i'm like yeah i know but it just seems weird that i would know way more about vampires than this kid and i don't watch what's his name peter price peter peter christ price price wasn't it price mm, mm. i don't think that's right i think i wrote it down later peter vincent vincent that's vincent why price. that's why i was <laughs> saying really price <laughs> yeah but yeah, so this kid's like, oh, you know what? Garlic's, uh, garlic will help you. Holy water will help you. And also he can't get in your house unless you invite him. Yeah. He gives him the and basics. I, the, the most, I mean, he gives him $8 worth of information. Yeah, basically. But you're this right. Charlie should have known yeah. this shit. But go ahead. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is, and, and I know we talked about how, you know, we're not really sure how 
horror comedy this horror movie is. I love this reveal when he's in his room nailing his window shut. And then his mom's like, hey, come downstairs. There's somebody I wanted you to meet. And oh, he's yeah. so thrilled that you have to invite this guy in. He comes downstairs whistling, which I yeah. thought was great. And just the reveal of, hey, here's our new neighbor, Jerry. <laughs> I really did find that very funny. Yeah, I did too, because Jerry turns his chair around and is like, la da 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 and yeah. he's not even, he doesn't even pretend. He's just like, why would you invite him here? Why is he here? <laughs> and his mom's like, I am trying to get laid here. Yeah, why are you is. being so rude she's to her like, guests? And he's the, Jerry is like, well, I'll just come over anytime I want anytime, you yeah. now. I'll see you real soon. Yeah. It's, his mom is so, I wish this woman was in this movie. Like, She's so funny because she really is like, I invited this stud neighbor over for a drink. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is like, hey, you want to meet our neighbor and then maybe take a walk for a few hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Find your it's girlfriend. It's super cool. Yeah. But since he's been invited over, mm-hmm. he decides to drop by that night. Mm-hmm. And... Let's say that this kid's mom is a very heavy sleeper. Is that the best way to describe yes how she doesn't no, hear him getting then she does thrown wake through up the later. closet? Yeah. Thrown through the closet, thrown on the floor. Mm. Well, he doesn't... Choking. Yeah. Choking him out. He smashes this kid's head into the wall, like, through the drywall. He's an angry vampire. Because, and he's got sort of a right. He's like, listen, if you would have just let me do my shit, now not are you only not only are you spying on me, but you've called the cops on me, buddy. Like, let my let me do my vampire work. And right. this kid gets so sweaty and so scared. He's <laughs> not, it's great. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But much like I've said in other podcasts, let's say Gary Busey is living in your attic and wants to kill you, but you can pretend that he's the man of your dreams until you can escape. Yeah. Or let's say a vampire gives you the option to kind of like look the other way. I don't care if your plan is to stake him later. Just be like, okay, yeah. all right, fine. I'm. You know what? These lips are sealed, dude. Yeah. Your secret is safe with me. I'm not going to tell my mom. You might be interested in my girlfriend. We can talk about that later. Yeah, I saw a like, portrait at your house. Fine. Looks kind of like her. I don't know. Yeah, no. He, uh... P.S. Are you cool if I keep spying on the women you bring yeah, up? Cause... Like, maybe don't bring that up right away, but that's something you can talk about down the right, road. Right, right. Make arrangements. I'm sure his roommate watches, so who knows? Make arrangements. That's what you do. You make some deals here. Charlie mm-hmm. is not interested in making deals. He no. is, though he's very scared mm-hmm. of the vampire, he is out to stop. The vampire. Yeah. So, yeah, the vampire slams him all around his room. Doesn't wake mm-hmm. up mom. The vampire, you said how he, like, comes over at night. He doesn't come over. He sneaks in the house, Oh, yeah, yeah. He comes in through, like, the mom's window yeah. or whatever. And he removes <clears throat> the doorknob of, on the mom's bedroom door. So when she finally does wake up, she's kind of locked in her room. <laughs> he pulls it so hard, the door frame breaks. And later on, she's like, oh, my door was stuck. That's weird. <laughs> So this is where, like we said, he stabs him in the hand with a pencil and turns him into a full-blown monster mm-hmm, for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he decides to leave because he's like, oh, if I kill this kid, the mom's up. Now I have to kill the mom. It's going to be a whole mess. Well, and daylight's coming. Isn't that the other thing? Is like, Oh, maybe that's, yeah. yeah. This, this vampire doesn't have a good sense of how time works. Mm-mm, so mm-mm. maybe he's a relatively new vampire. That's Maybe that's why all the clocks. 
Yeah. And this is where we said the mom's like, hey, uh, you want a Valium? Oh, P.S. I started working the late show. Oh, yeah. I'll be seeing a movie. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I also like, this is one of the best <clears throat> parts of this movie, I think, is this vampire not only wants to kill him and is like, seems to be a pretty cool vampire. He's kind of petty. I love how he calls the kid to be like, hey, guess what? I just fucked up your car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He calls him on the phone and is like, I know you're on the phone. I can see you. Your window's right there. Mine's right here. P.S. You can't drive that car anymore. I beat it up. Man, what car did he have, though? Did we even ever see him in a car? Yeah. He had that, like, uh, it was a Mustang, but it looked like it was, like, being worked on Mm -hmm. because different panels were different color and stuff like that. Yeah. So, anyway. So, uh, let's let's talk about the fact that... um, he now decides that he can't go to his friend. He can't go to his girlfriend, mm-hmm. his mom, the cops. So he decides to turn toward the obvious person who is the host of the horror movies that he watches when he's getting hot and heavy with his girlfriend. Right, right. He goes right to the studio to, to mm-hmm. see him after. Little does he know, though, mm. this show was recently canceled. How does so, he have a job at the end of this? Is that ever explained? I, oh, because I'm sure the, I don't know, love of vampires came back after maybe the news reported that there was a vampire in their town. The, wait, the news reported that? I'm assuming they would, right? Because wouldn't they have, wouldn't it have all come? They, we needed that. We needed that to to find out why he was, like, right. the show was. But, wait, yeah, the show's yeah, been. Yeah, even at the. Go oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, even if the news doesn't know that there was a vampire in that house, because they wouldn't, the news may be like, oh, there's a vampire at this club that like beat up a bunch oh, yeah. of bouncers or something. And yeah, like you said, maybe there's, you know. Word has out on the street that there's vampires mm-hmm. around. Okay. So they, yeah. I love it. Okay, yeah. cool. Great. Yeah. But he when he does go to meet up with the vamp with the vampire slayer is that what he's known as yeah let's call him that um he's he's been fired because ratings were so low nobody (laughs) cares about vampires and charlie's like but i do i believe in vampires he's like it's not enough to save the show and they were more like you Mm. he's begging him this is when this actor charlie does a pretty good job when he's begging Please, mm-hmm. please, because he's begged his friends. Uh, nobody's going to believe him, and he knows this vampire. That's what he's telling the vampire slayer. It's like, this this vampire wants to kill me. And if y'all don't help me, he's that's exactly what he's going to do, mm-hmm. is murder me in a vampire way. And I love it. He just drives off. He's like, nope, nope, not interested. Yeah. Got to keep going. He's totally rolling his eyes at this kid being like, hey, kid, uh, vampires aren't real. Also, um, you're really weird because he comes right out and is like, will you please just help me kill my neighbor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of what he says to him. And like you said, Roddy McDowell rolls up his window and drives away from this crazy fan. So now he's getting ready. He has, I'm going to say, 8,000 candles in his room for some uh, reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's carving steaks. He's putting together crosses and everything like that. And his... Weird friend and his girlfriend are very worried. They're about very him. concerned. Well, they they see him like in his room with all these candles, like just chopping yep. away at this at this cross or whatever, making this stake to stab him in the heart, the vampire in the heart. And uh, they're like, "Oh, buddy, 
is there anything we can do? He's like, no, this is the only thing. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kill him. He's, he's gonna come for me, and if he gets this far, I'll, I'll kill him. My mom mm. invited him in the house. They broke mm. the, the whatever, and they're like, just okay. Can you give us a night? Give us one yeah. night to try to help you figure this out to see who we can get to help you before you just go, I don't know, murdering your neighbor and stabbing they, them. They're trying all sorts of things because at first they're like, you know, who you could get to help you? Oh, that guy on TV, and he goes, I already tried him, and just. <laughs> Amy's reaction, like, holy shit, he went to go see yeah. some of the TV about this. It's so funny. Because then she goes, it's almost dark. You don't want to yeah, go after him in the a, yeah, dark, yeah. do you? So they say, hey, how about we go and we talk to him? We're rational human beings. Mm-hmm. You're clearly not. Mm-hmm. So we'll go enlist the help of this guy. Right. So they do... I. What is Roddy McDowell doing? He's doing the briefest bit of cleaning up before they come into his it's house. It's an for awkward some reason. cleanup. It's yeah. it's like he just moves his shoes out of the way and puts on a robe. Yeah, and I'm not sure why he just needs them to know. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know, but I love how they get him to do this because he's like, "Oh yeah, that crazy kid. Yeah, that was scary. I don't want to help you guys at all." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, P.S. I also I'm going to be in a pretty big movie soon and everything like that." Yeah. And she goes, "I'll give you five hundred bucks," and he goes, "Deal." Yeah, yeah. Takes <laughs> it's it. It's really funny. And it's like her savings bond. She's like, "I have five hundred dollars savings bond." He's like, "All right, yeah. done." He doesn't miss a beat. He's no. like, "All right, what do we have to do?" Yep. And they basically they want him. They don't. They're not enlisting his help. They. I mean, they are, but it's not like they, like Charlie wanted him to help him slay the vampire. They are like, listen, just tell him that this is what you're doing. We think this neighbor's not a vampire. We know Charlie's gone crazy, so we need you to pretend. And he's like, okay, I'll bring a vial of uh, tap water. I'll say it's holy water. Right. That'll yes. convince Charlie that it isn't what it is. But Charlie yeah. is like crazy. He's like Charlie's crazy because mm-hmm. they really appeal to him. They're like, listen, the three of us, you see this weird kid over here. It yeah. might not seem like it, but he lives in the real world like us. Yeah. We know there aren't vampires. He believes. But what's great about this is they call <laughs> the vampire on the phone. This is where we see a bowl of fruit. Yeah, and he's eating a banana, and they they're like. Hey, can we just like come over and like give you some vampire tests? And he's like, well, you can't bring any crosses because I'm a born again Christian. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think that would be right. And he says no to the holy water, too. He says no to the holy water. And then finally, Rodney meets. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, it's tap water. We're just pretending. We just need you to play along. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Like, they really don't believe charlie at all because they're not even like well maybe you know maybe this is they just think charlie's gone bananas Mm -hmm. Um, that's why i like this i I, you know i don't want to say i completely disagree with you but i like this movie because everybody is like no 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 vampires aren't real mm -hmm. it's not even like in lost boys because you know that almost appears to be a world where vampires exist and and everybody's kind of not okay with it, but it's not a shock to most people right. in that movie. In this, they're like, you're a mental case. First of all, for some reason, he thinks this guy's a real vampire hunter and not just a guy who was in movies. Like, <laughs> that's the really yeah, weird that's thing. The first, that's the first sign that you're a little bit kooky. Yeah, right, exactly. That and evil is one of your friends. But... Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Those are red flags. They've got, they've, they've got a set up for, to kind mm. of calm Charlie down. They've convinced the vampire slayer that he's going to go over there and yes. 
identify or disidentify the vampire. Just, and just give him a vampire test. They've even given the vampire the heads up, as you said, given yeah. him a call and said, here's what we're going to mm-hmm. do. And he's like, yeah, great. Get this kid off my back. Yeah. Now they all go. They all go it's to his house. It's a fun scene because they all go. The roommate is there. The vampire's there. He invites them in. This is where we do get the great line where he's like, Hey, Jer, uh, you got some friends here. <laughs> I, just, I just love that he calls a head vampire Jer. <laughs> um, and this is where they do the test. Because mm-hmm. Charlie's really worried because he's like, when he drinks that holy water and freaks out, like he's going to want to kill us. So yeah. where's your bag of stuff? And, mm-hmm. and I really like how Roddy McDowell's like, don't worry. I know what I'm doing. I'll protect you. It's fine. And even halfway through this, before he drinks the holy water, like at one point, Roddy McDowell's like, Charlie, you don't have to be rude about this. Like, because he he's is agreed to help us. He's such a like, he is, he's like, Oh, we're going over the vampire's house. Oh, we're going to see this, this guy. Oh, of course he's not. It's not real. Holy water then. Yeah. And uh, I love the fact that they're all kind of laughing at Charlie. Yeah. Like his girlfriend, his weirdo friend, this vampire hunter, the vampire, the, best the vampire's friend. living yeah, the, boyfriend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, they're all like laughing at him. And I felt kind of bad for him at this point. <clears throat> so he drinks the not real holy water. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens, mm-hmm. of course. And Charlie's not convinced. Um, but the vampire, this is where he looks at Charlie and he's like, hey, listen. We don't want to, you know, mm. I forget how he says it, but it's kind of like... Like you've already you know, you put re- your friends out. You don't want to put a them lot. out. And, yeah. We don't want to put them through anything else, mm-hmm. do we? Mm-hmm. And it really is like Charlie realizes, okay, I'm the only one that knows this and I don't want to get my friends and girlfriend murdered. So, right. okay, that's fine. Let's go. Right. But on the way out, oh. the vampire hunter... This vain vampire hunter has to check his face. He's got to look in the, the mirror real quick. Yeah. Check He's his like, little compact. He's like, they put a lot of flour in my hair, but did they put enough flour in my hair to <laughs> make me look old? So he has to check his his reflection, but he notices that he cannot see mm-hmm. Jerry's Mm-mm. reflection. Jerry's the gone. They're all chatting, and you could see them right. all, but not Jerry. And he, mm-hmm. you could see all of a sudden... The vampire slayer has seen something. He becomes uncomfortable, a little sweaty, a little rushed. Just like, let's just leave. He breaks, his mirror breaks on the floor. Um, and everyone's like, well, when they get to the car, Charlie's like, what did you see? What did, why are you acting right. funny? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And I, he does kind of say, well, oh, okay. There was no well, reflection, but I, I think it's fine. I need to go. I've got my $500 it, and I need to go. It really is like, a, hey, that dude's a total vampire. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Because, yeah, he drives off. And then, um, you know, he basically says to his friend and girlfriend, see, that dude's a total vampire. Mm-hmm. And his friend's all freaked out now. And his friend's like, I got to go home. And he says, let's walk Amy home. Where does Amy through, live? Through a city? Like Through the slums? All the Wh- way. Like, how far? Does Amy they live? live in suburbia, and we are suddenly in. I'm not going to say New York; it's not that big. No, but, but we're definitely in more of a. We're in Detroit for some. Yeah, reason. we're in this weird city vibe. That even the evil is like, let's walk through this alleyway. Vampire or not, I'm not walking through that alleyway. No, no. and also he he mentions it as though. He's familiar with it. Where later he runs into a dead end, and I'm like, 
What? Don't you know your way around here? Yeah. You don't know what are you doing? Why would you say let's go this way as though it's a shortcut where you don't know where and it you goes? Don't. Right. It's so silly, but they do get separated. Mm-hmm. The spazzy friend runs, and this is where we see that he is then stalked. And eventually, we mentioned it earlier, Jerry's really like, let me turn you into a vampire, dude. It's pretty cool. You won't be picked on. You kind of already look like a vampire yeah, you're a little already bit. kind of set up. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he does. He turns his friend into a vampire, and now it's just the two of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, and they're, uh, they see this vampire coming for them mm-hmm. in the street, Jerry. Jerry the vampire. Right? Jerry that the vampire. The best. <laughs> I wonder if it's with a G, Jerry with a G or with a J. Does it say in the credits? I don't know. Um, I want someone out there to make a new poster for this, but it's just Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> with vampire <laughs> You could do that, my friend. You have that talent to do that yeah sure i'll do that no all right all right i got time i got time <laughs> yeah it's fall break. i told you i'm on fall, yeah, break. It's fall break let's do it i have all day tomorrow oh i have so the creepy hand when the they just they decide since they're in the city now for some reason um there's a club like there's there's something going on yeah, there's some kind of cl- well i love <clears throat> it they so to mm-hmm. hide from the vampire they they're in the city like you said and there is a club, but the way they access the club is through the chef's kitchen that has like an open window kitchen. out into the street. Um, yeah, and the chef's like, you can't be in here. Mm-hmm. Eh, whatever. And they just Go run through, it. and then they're in this uh-huh. like like adult dance club, like a, a nightclub or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they fit right in. Uh, in reality, they're probably way too young to be in here, but they look older than they some do. Of the people at this they club. They do. They go right to the payphone, though. They don't want. They're not here for, yes. for a good time. They're here to call the cops, mm-hmm. which no avail. They're here to. Who else do they? Oh, he tries to well, call the. Go ahead. Charlie's Charlie's not here for a good time. Turns out Amy kind of here for a good time. Well, she finds she gets, the right guy. Once she gets a vampire stare down. Oh, he. The, uh, listen. You give me a 1985 Chris Sarandon. Okay. I'm totally down. You're down. Like, You're into When they're doing sexy dancing, I was like, this is really good. Like, I totally understand what's going on right now. And even when he's upset, I was like, maybe he could just, like, can he hypnotize Charlie? And, you know, like. I think it only works on the ladies. I think that's the oh. thing. It only works on the ladies. Because, yeah. Wow. He, okay. She's, hmm. They make eye contact. He stares her down and and she's she's hypnotized she's his oh yeah i thought this dirty dancing that they busted into was weird and uh, uncomfortable <laughs> it sure Again, is weird because she's <laughs> so much younger and he they're not dancing like that in the club everybody else isn't and no. they just kind of take over the dance floor with this weird dirty dancing essentially He's like rubbing up on her crotch and she's all He's like, like lifting her dress yeah. up, pushing her down on her knees. Mm-hmm. There's a lot happening here. And I love the fact that there must be a full length mirror at the other end because she's like twirling and then she looks at the mirror and she's dancing with nobody. Oh, right. But then it cuts back to the two of them dancing. It's kind of some fun camera stuff in here. Mm. Um, but of course, Charlie sees this and is not OK Mm-mm. with it. No, no. Yeah. And he knows it's got to end. But now, right. 
This is when the 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 bouncers get involved. Oh my god, the bouncers! Mm-hmm. This bouncer, and and why does he get involved? I I didn't really know it was good. Maybe he's like, I don't. I think that guy's dancing with the thirteen year old. Well, I think there was that. I think it was just time to kind of break up the whole bit. And they're like, no, you, yeah, you're creepy as all hell, Jerry. So you too have to go. And Jerry is this, not having that. Oh, it's awesome. This one bouncer who walks up to him. And then he looks down at like a giant vampire hand and then he just yells, Leon, <laughs> up to the other one. I wanted there to be a deleted line where he goes, Leon, we finally got a vampire. Uh. He seems so knowledgeable as to what he's looking at right now. <laughs> but yeah, then Chris Sarandon, the guy who should be playing everything cool, which is why, again, I think he might be a relatively new vampire. He doesn't know how this works right, yet. Right. He starts like murdering bouncers at this club and the place goes into a panic oh people screaming and like there's a fire i mean it is Mm -hmm. deadly there is some some angry action happening but yeah people come piling out of this club screaming yeah it's just a nightmare and for a moment i think charlie does have amy but then they lose touch he's on a different floor by the end of this he's like looking down from a balcony and you know, like Jerry kind of winks at him is like, Hey dude, sorry. Yeah. And then escapes with her. And then I guess Charlie runs out just in time to see them all driving away in a Jeep. Yeah. Because his weird friend is in the bag now. Total full vampire at this point laughing. Yeah. With that weird cackle that he had, even when he wasn't a vampire. So now basically it's just Charlie. Yes. And Peter Vincent. Because he goes back to him and is like, oh, hey, since you were there last, my friend has been turned to a vampire. You know that really weird guy? And uh, my girlfriend, they kidnapped her. So I just need some help going in there. And Mm -mm. he does not want to come along. He's very reluctant. Can we talk about the fact that for some reason Jerry dresses Amy up like Marilyn Monroe? (laughs) And lays her on like a furry blanket in front of the fireplace. It really is like a fire going bearskin rug. He's like, let's, you know what? We're going to get down. You know, this is what I do. Because he walks over. His shirt's already open. It doesn't take that long to slip it off. Yeah. And she is more than willing, too. She's like, oh, this Marilyn Monroe dress. Oh, there's just a little pull tab back here. And all I have to do is (laughs) the whole thing kind of falls off. (laughs) (laughs) You know, maybe she doesn't remember any of this afterwards, but... I don't know. She's basically about to have sex with a vampire, and I think she might afterwards, be yeah, in the future. Like I, I do think the one thing I will say because we do, we have seen the movie. We know that mm-hmm. she's fine in the end. It's not like she's dead. Um, your first <laughs> time with a vampire, it's pretty good. Like that is a story to tell. Like she could very well get married to Charlie, have kids. She has, but that. at least she's got that. She's like. I did have sex with a vampire. Before your father. And then actually was a vampire for a little vampire. bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, she sits her kids yeah. down when they get to the age. And she's like, listen, time to tell you about the birds <laughs> and the bees and the vampires. For a little while, my hair was long and crazy. And uh, my breasts grew three times larger. Because she right. does. When <laughs> There's that one scene when she walks in toward Charlie. So and weird. like, that's not. That's a body double. That's not the same body she had before. Yeah, that's why I was like, this kind of looks like Mm-mm. her, but not really. And also I was like, well, she I'm sure she had some sort of no nudity clause. Yeah. But that dress is totally see through. And then I was like, did they just like 
I, that's what it looks like. Boobs? They're a little too like, big just, and a little too perky. They don't look like the boobs working. that she had that Charlie was trying to cop <laughs> a feel on in the beginning. Um, right, exactly. But yeah. yeah. This is Marcy Darcy, not right, Marilyn Monroe. exactly. Marcy Darcy, that's right. The vampire also, I mean, she gets bitten. Uh, you know, well, no, Amy does yes. get bitten, but she... And I'm not being too picky. It's not really on her back. It's like it's not really on her neck. It's like on her back. It's really a shoulder bite. Yeah, like it is. Yeah. It's a total shoulder bite. I do love it because of the blood drips that do oh, drip yeah, down yeah. her back, and the camera does follow it down. Um, but yeah, it's not very neck bitey. It's like he's working his way up to the neck. Right. This was, and maybe he's, that's made it so that she couldn't. She wasn't full vampire. They could still see yes, her. Yes. Yeah. He's um, just taking chunks out. He's again new vampire. He there's there's a lot of misses before you finally get that hit. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty new. He's still trying to figure it out. He still thinks apples are good for him. <laughs> He's like, so uh, I heard the vampire that you know turned me said, uh, yeah, we uh, we drink human blood and we have to eat a lot of apples. Like, Meanwhile, right. this vampire's laughing. He's like, I can't believe this guy believes this. He's buying it, yeah. <laughs> so surprise, surprise, when Charlie shows up, um, Roddy McDowell shows yeah. up as well. He's there he's got too. All his vampire shit. I love it how because he, like you said, when when Charlie asked him earlier to come, he kind of refused him and was very gave him kind of the hard no, like and was basically said, "I'm too scared. That's my problem. Is I'm scared yeah. and I really don't yep. know what to do. And you'll have to forgive me. I'm sorry, Charlie. But but mm-hmm. so he gets brave enough to join Charlie. But I love it the whole time. He's like, I am the vampire slayer. I am. <laughs> like he's convincing himself that he will be yeah. brave enough to, to do this with Charlie. And so they go in to the house armed mm-hmm. with uh, crosses. Um, the, he's got this, Roddy's got this cool briefcase thingy that he carries that kind of has his little yeah. arsenal of how to defeat the vampires that yeah. he brings with him. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, but it's, <laughs> It's diffused very quickly because the vampire kind of just comes around the corner at the top of the steps. And this is when he goes, welcome to Fright Night. And basically punches Charlie. (laughs) Basically punches Charlie, falls over the railing of these stairs. And then Roddy McDowell's like, I'm I'm totally out of here. Forget it. Bye. This was a huge mistake. I'm really scared. Yeah. And this is where I have to assume that there are some scenes deleted in this movie. Because Roddy McDowell doesn't run away. He runs over to Charlie's house and starts running through the house yelling for his mother. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you've never met his mother. Mm-hmm. You don't know what her name is. You guys were never in a scene together. But he really is running around like, I need to save this woman. And I'm like, there had to have been some scene that was deleted with the two of these these two meeting each other. Which... For as much as I love the mom, I would have loved to have seen to that. To seen them, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But when he goes over, the mom is not to be found. She's not in no. the house. And when he goes into her bed where he thinks she's restfully sleeping with her Raggedy Ann wig. <laughs> Why is he wearing this? It's yarn. Yeah. It's, he piled red yarn on top of his head. Aww. And I was even like, that woman didn't even have red hair. No, it's not even a little bit convincing. But it's, so it's not Charlie's mom. It is evil turned into, the or the weird best friend, who's been turned into a vampire, who now looks <laughs> even crazier. 
yeah, if you can imagine these crazier, like this kid's chewing every inch of scenery and taking full advantage of just being in a movie. Mm -hmm. Like I, I feel like sometimes there are actors or actresses that are like, this might be the only thing I ever do. So I am going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and like I said, he screams and yells. He reads and like he literally has the note. He reads the yeah. note that she's not here, but there's food in the fridge, and then he turns into a wolf? Question mark. Uh, yeah, he does. He turns into. We a don't wolf. see a transformation. We just see a wolf run down the hallway and chase. Yeah, after Roddy McDowell, who stabs the wolf mm-hmm. with. A, know, a piece of a chair. Oh, that, yeah. yeah, something like that. And then <laughs> this wolf flies over a railing and like hits a chandelier. Mm-hmm. And then we watch a wolf puppet crawl. Away. Oh, that sad little wolf puppet. <laughs> so sad. And then, like you said, we have to watch this wolf change back into this kid and feel bad for him. And cry along with Roddy McDowell. Yeah. It's a very weird scene. It is a very weird scene. Yeah, Roddy watches this transformation happen between the wolf becoming the vampire, becoming a monster, yeah. becoming a boy. There's ooze. There's a lot of hand shifting. I mean, it's it is kind of interesting. It's it yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, but I Roddy's mean, I, reaction <laughs> is he's his tearful, terrified, morning. and teary, yeah. and oh, oh, oh. What? It's pretty good. Oh, pretty good. We forgot to mention earlier, and the reason why these, the reason why this is so upsetting to him is earlier he went to his apartment and this vampire kid was there, and he oh, burned yes. a cross. Oh, his, that's right. And his, his that's right. That's right. I, I totally forgot about that too. But that's a funny scene. Like it really is just the two of them and this kid hamming it up and Roddy McDowell being like. I'm a Shakespearean actor and I'm going to do what I yeah. can to make it through this scene. I'm just going to make all these faces, all these dramatic faces. Yeah, we forgot to say that. He tricked him. So when when uh, when Charlie went to go get uh, Roddy this, and was refused, Roddy was mm-hmm. like, are you sure you're not a vampire too? He was all suspicious. Right, yes. Because, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now this is kind of fun because uh, Jerry... <laughs> tosses Charlie into the room with Amy. Mm-hmm. And I love how he throws a mistake like, oh, hey, you might need this because she's totes a vampire, dude. <laughs> and why I like this is in so many vampire movies, the vampire is like made out to be this like, you know, tortured soul. And he's just looking for his true love. And I right. kind of like the fact that this vampire is like, yeah, I mean, you kind of look like that girl in the portrait but whatever like if this kid's gonna kill you no biggie like i really thought that was gonna be like i'm looking for my one true love yeah and this is going to keep me right right but no it's like you were a pretty good lion i turned you into a vampire so that i could torture your boyfriend with possibly having him have to murder you it's i i really did appreciate that they didn't just lean into the normal vampire story Mm. And again, this is something I think I'm more familiar with than you. So, the vampire stories, the normal vampire <laughs> stories. Uh, so now Roddy McDowell is filled with all sorts of confidence. Oh yeah, and he decides to go into this dry ice covered house. The amount of fog oh, like, coming out, out of, of this house—it's insane. <laughs> it's a foggy night when the vampire is really starting to get his thing going. Yep. 
So he goes upstairs and breaks in and he explains something that Charlie didn't know Mm -hmm. and something that Charlie's friend didn't tell him. Because why would he? Right. That Amy will be totally fine. Yeah. Just as long as they kill Jerry before dawn. Yeah. So that's the timeline. That's why we got to make sure Mm -hmm. we got clocks that tell us the time. Yeah. Right. Yes. So now at least the numbers are a little bit even. There's two good guys and there's two bad guys. Mm -hmm. And Amy's kind of out of commission right now. Yeah. So we see the helper, and this is where I'm going to get very confused about what's happening in this movie. And listeners, if you know anything about Fright Night and you can clue me in on this, please do. Because Roddy McDowell totally ices this dude, like shoots him directly in in the the face. It's awesome. And the guy falls down the stairs. And even the vampire, Jerry, walks Mm -hmm. around the corner and they're like, hey, we killed him. And Jerry goes, did you really? And then wanders off. Yeah. And then we see this guy walk up the steps. He unloads the gun on him. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like it's pleasant. No. But it's not killing him. It doesn't kill him. Mm-hmm. And then Charlie drives a stake through his heart like you would kill a vampire. And that didn't kill him. But it kind of did. Because mm-hmm. now he like melts into goo oh yeah what is this transformation that happens here don't know i don't know i don't know what he is a goblin of some kind or like a (laughs) you know what let's go you have more vampire background what are who helps the vampire well normally they have someone that is (laughs) oh god (laughs) normally they have someone that's referred to as a familiar and a familiar is a human who helps them do stuff during the day like goes out and But this is not a familiar. To. This is a I, It's not a human, that's for sure. Oh no. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do like how he falls apart. He kinda like turns into bones and dust and his skull like slides across the floor and the teeth and are the still teeth chattering. chattering, yeah. <laughs> Classy. So now I, I do here's the one thing, and I will spoil my thoughts. I like this movie a lot. Um the ending keeps going. This movie Mm -hmm. ends about three or four different times. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that I'm really, really frustrated by. (laughs) Because after this, they have to go check on Amy again. Like, I don't understand. They keep running back in that room being like, is she still a vampire? And she's getting worse. She's getting worse. She's growling now. The teeth are getting bigger. They're still not as big as they eventually get. Like, she is all mouth. Like crazy animated mouth it is she looks amazing like that is the makeup in this i think is really good Mm -hmm. because when he's full monster and we just watched a man melt um that's all good we saw a werewolf kind of thing i don't know what that was but her mouth that is basically her entire face is really cool you're like whoa where does this come from yeah because we see that they they turn into monsters and their vampire teeth become more than just vampire teeth. But hers right. is, yeah, pretty extreme. So there's a lot of running around and Jerry's on the roof, but then he's not on the roof. And then he crashes through the, the stained glass thing. And now he's a vampire and he's going to kill them. But he's a stupid vampire because he just crashed through a window. Like they even show him at the beginning, like his buddy's painting all the windows black so light doesn't get in. Mm-hmm. And he crashed through the window. We see the sun rising behind him, but yeah. he seems unaware of any of this. He's so focused on getting that teenager out of his life. Yeah. And he needs to die now, but he doesn't. Because now he turns into a bat. He flies around as a bat for a while. Oh, right. 
He, he attached them as a bat? Yes. Yeah. And the bat looks really goofy. Like, the bat looks worse than that puppet dog. And the dog. Yeah, than the animatronic dog. Yeah. Yeah. This happens. Then he flies into the basement, and they're like, oh, now we have to go to the basement. Because he's going to go in his coffin. Like I said, this movie should have ended by this point. Yeah. But now in the basement, this is kind of fun. Because Roddy McDowell goes over to the guy's coffin. He's like, all right, I'll just drive a stake to this dude's heart. You, I don't know, hang out somewhere, kid? Yeah. And this is where Amy walks down, and she's being all, like, sexy and monstery, like we said with big plastic boobs and stuff. Right. And this is where she does turn into a mouth with eyes. Yeah. And, um... Roddy McDowell's driving a stake through this guy, but that doesn't work. It's Mm-mm. like he missed or something. Eventually, let's just get to the eventually. They basically break all the windows in the basement mm-hmm. and the light pours in mm-hmm. and kills him. And Amy totally turns back to a normal, not vampire girl mm-hmm. with short mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> It's exhausting to get to this point. It can be. It can be. Well, yeah, because there's all those transformations that happen. That can be. Mm -hmm. It's. I thought they were pretty cool, actually, even though they Mm -hmm. were a little dramatic. There are all these monster to vampire transformations. Amy doesn't have a real severe one, though. She's because I guess she's just becoming back into human. Mm -hmm. She's not transferred. But. Yeah, I don't it, even think her. I don't even think her fingers get long. No, she doesn't even get know. that far. The long fingers, long creepy <laughs> vampire fingers. But yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, wait, wait, wait. Let's just say, mm-hmm. okay. Um, very next day, or, or I don't know, sometime in the future. Oh yeah. Um, they're hanging out again in his room. Oh right. He looks across the way as creepers do, and for a second he sees flashing red eyes. Yeah. But he's like, mm, maybe that was in my imagination. And then for some reason, we end this with the line of his insane friend saying how cool he is. Oh, yeah. Because he's, like, he's still... Because now the insane friend has become the master vampire. I don't you know think? how that happened. You mm, think? That's he's not I dead? No. Nope. All right. His mom didn't discover this naked boy on her floor. No, I don't... She got home after a long night. After her night shift. <laughs> She's like, oh, the chandelier appears to be broken. Oh, and there's my son's creepy friend, naked and dead. <laughs> and that is how Fright Night ends. Fright Night. Now, there is a second one that was out yep. in the 80s, too, terrible. in 88. It's terrible. It's not it's good. It's not good. It has nothing to do with this. No vampires? There's got to be vampires. There's Oh, yeah, there's vampires, but it's not like... William Ragsdale's in it for a little bit, but it doesn't... It. it feels very very different it's mm. i don't i don't like it i know some people do like it because it's very different than this mm-hmm. um, but i don't okay i i enjoyed this movie i will spoil my thoughts now i do think this is a really fun vampire movie like i said i think my biggest issue isn't how long it takes to get to the end but how long the end takes mm-hmm. um but yeah i i like it it's it's fun that's all i had to say I like it okay. I was a little mm-hmm. disappointed because a lot of times these, these horror movies come around and they really, we've said this several times before, I'm not a horror, I claim to not be a horror movie fan and then we end mm-hmm. up watching something and I'm like, oh, their eyes turned me around. I think it was more of the dragginess, some of the inappropriateness with the 
the older vampire man kissing on what was supposed to be a teenage girl, <laughs> I think made me really, really uncomfortable. By that. Okay. It really did yeah. make me uncomfortable. Um, and yeah, just some of the, like I said, there's that middle where he's just running around scared for Charlie's just so scared of the vampire. And I was like, all right, mm-hmm. let's just get to where's the vampire parts. Let's just get to how we get. And then, like you said, there's, it takes a while for the ending to come when we essentially know what the ending's going to be. Um, but I didn't hate it. I didn't like, oh, this was terrible. Oh, right. Um, it just wasn't my favorite of our season. Okay. No, that's, I mean, that's fair. Come on. You're not going to beat, we're never going to beat Sleepaway Camp, even no. though we did that over the summer. Yeah. We're not going to beat Slumber Party Massacre too. I think. Yeah, well, yeah. You, never, you love that Slumber that. Party Massacre. I want to eat fight. a fight. I want to eat a hand sandwich. <laughs> I, there's so much that I want to do that's in that movie. And, I mean, we can get into recommendations. Um, I feel like after I recommended Poltergeist 3, after we watched Poltergeist, I felt like that was kind of a cop-out. So I'm not going to do a cop-out this time. But before I get my real recommendation, I will say they remade this in 2011. Oh. And the vampire is Colin Farrell. Mm. It's really good. It's good. It's pretty much the same movie, just updated. But it's, it's really good. And for some reason... Nobody saw it. Oh, like this original one did really well. It was made for like less than 10 million and made like 30. Okay. Um, the new one, no one watched this movie and it's really, really good. So people should watch it. Okay. Yeah. But that's not your recommendation. That's just your, did you know? Okay. The the more, you know, yeah. My real recommendation is a horror movie from 1995 called evil. Ed. Evil Ed? Yes. Okay. Um, it's a movie about a film editor who's assigned, like, he, he's an editor of, like, um, highbrow, sophisticated foreign films. And okay. for some reason, because the, the trashy horror film editor, I guess, quit or died or something, mm-hmm. he gets assigned to cut together this movie. And he gets assigned to cut it together on vacation. Like, they're like, oh, you know what? You're going on vacation to this creepy cabin in the woods. Why don't you do some work when you're there? So they give him all his equipment. Oh. He has to take it on his vacation and edit while he's there. And apparently the film is so disturbing yeah. that he starts to have nightmares. Oh. And in his nightmares, he's killing people. Oh. But then Dangerous. maybe he really is killing people uh, or maybe it's in his head it's goofy it's cheesy it is the gore is like over the top like evil dead 2 kind of gore and it's as silly as evil dead 2 but at parts it's genuinely creepy and it's kind of a low budget dumb film so evil ed evil ed evil ed okay like like the kid in this movie gotcha evil but okay i like it i like it what about you uh you got i the I don't know if you consider it a horror, but it, it's scary for kids, maybe. Sure. I think it's a... I don't know when it came out. It had to be pretty recent. So we... This time of year, my, my husband and I like to watch kind of these different Halloween-y type movies, mm-hmm. right? You know, you put it on, whatever. Normally, as we know just from our podcast stuff, I veer toward more of the kid-friendly genre. Okay. So this is a cute movie. Maybe you want to watch it with the girls. It's called The House with Clocks in Its Walls. It's with... Jack Black and mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett. Have you heard of it? I I've heard of it, and we had to read the book. Yeah, in fourth it's based grade. off a book. Yeah, it's yeah. based off a book series, I guess. Um, okay. 
and yeah, Jack Black plays this warlock, like a male man witch that lives in this house, and this his his nephew. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Please tell me that he is a mailman. No, did I say mailman? You just it was you said a mailman witch, which <laughs> I, thought, I thought was funny because I was like, oh, he's a mailman and a witch. That sounds <laughs> that would be awesome if he was. No, he's just a male witch. Uh, okay, all right. Or a mailman witch. Oh yeah, I guess that did come out that way. Okay. He's either that or a sloppy Joe. <laughs> all right. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. With the man witch thing. Oh, uh, man. Kate Blanchett is in it, though. She's a great. And Kyle MacLachlan is in it. Whoa. As well. Yeah, I thought you would appreciate that. He's he's a... So he the Jack Black's character lives in this house that is haunted by Kyle MacLachlan's character, who is an evil warlock. Warlock. Um, warlick. Man witch. Um, <laughs> and the Jack Black's nephew comes to live with him. His parents just mm-hmm. died. And it's... It's again. It's more of a kid-friendly, right, fantasy based off a book movie. But it was fun, and there was a lot of clocks, hence the title of the movie, in his house, which reminded me of the house in this movie. Oh, now I I remember. I could not tell you a single thing about that book, mm. but I just remember like I loved it. We had to read it as a class in fourth grade, and I oh. absolutely loved that well, book. Well, then you should I, but check again, it out. Yeah, I couldn't tell you anything about it. So, do you yeah, like Jack I, Black? I might Some check people it out. get offended. You know, you don't like certain actors or whatever. If you're a Jack Black fan, he doesn't. He doesn't bother me the way he bothers some people. Yeah, yeah. I then, feel like he's got a real like Chris Farley. I don't want to say Chris Farley is the same way, but I think some people are just yeah, so some bothered people, by. That's yeah. So they're bothered by these comedic actors. These these big broad like. Jim Carrey, I know some people just cannot watch anything that Jim Carrey's yeah. in, and I feel like it's that way with some of these comedic actors. But no, he doesn't bother me. Well, then I think you would like it. And I th- it's right. a, definitely something I think you could watch with the girls. So there's okay. that. Yeah. I, might, I might do it. I might check it out. I mean, awesome. putting it out there. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for yeah. listening. Thanks for... So much fun. Night, night. I, I hope you enjoyed Fright Night. I hope you enjoy what we're doing this October, because guess what? We're not done. No, there's we're more. not done. Mm-mm. It feels like we're done. We talked about Poltergeist. Yeah. We talked about Fright Night. We talked about Monkey Shines for patrons. We did. I will say, if there is any reason to join Patreon, I think it is for our horror episodes. That oh, Monkey Shines, man. Oh, that monkey, that monkey making out. That just that, just a <laughs> monkey and a man sensually kissing <laughs> is something that. Monkey make I never out. thought I'd see. Mm-mm. Or a man throw a puppet around using just <laughs> Maul his mouth. him with his mouth, yeah. <laughs> just Better weird. than the dog puppet in this movie, I yeah, think. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But anyway, we have those, but we have one more coming up. Oh, yeah. So, in two weeks, we'll be talking about a movie that is... And Jamie, I'm not trying to sway your decision here because you do not need to like this movie and I have a feeling you won't. A movie that's very special to me for the dumbest of reasons. We're going to be talking about Ghoulies. Ghoulies! Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to get away from vampires and we're going to go to little monsters. Ghoulie monsters. There's a lot happening in this movie. 
There's some really strange stuff in here. But I'm sure we've all seen the movie poster. There's a green monster popping out of the toilet. We've all seen it, even if you haven't seen the movie. So we're going to be talking about it. The first of, I think they made four Ghoulies movies. So this is the only one we're ever going to watch. <laughs> Ghoulies I promise one. you. Ghoulies 1. So everybody, thank you so much for listening. Find us on all the things, all the Twitters and the Facebooks and all the stuff that we never, ever mention. But find us there. Follow us. And uh, we will talk to you again in two weeks, everybody. Until then, have a great two weeks. Good night. Oh, regular body